Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Well, welcome back to the show. It's really, really great to be with you, the DR Link Show um, on 101.9 Chai FM. Um, hope you're having a wonderful Thursday. I have Vanessa Perumal on the, the show. She is the managing director of managing director of JT Communication Solutions. Now, Vanessa has been on an extraordinary journey. She was diagnosed with a rare cancer. She had to have her voice box removed. When we first spoke to her, it was through her daughter, um, Tanita, because she couldn't speak. And now she has this voice prosthesis. Um, and she and her company is the recipient of award for the it is the Disability Rights Awareness Month. So, Vanessa, welcome. Welcome back onto the show. It's great to have you on the show. Okay, my darling. Now, I don't know. I can't see you, but can you hear me? can hear you loud and clear. Now, this sound that we can hear coming out of you, this is your voice prosthesis. This is the TEP, right? Oh, my God, you should get an award. You're so good for total <laughs> energectomy ambassadorship. That is fantastic. Well done. Yes, I have a TEP since October the 23rd. And since I last spoke to you, I've subsequently gone on to hands-free which I'm very naughty. I don't try out too much. But it means I can speak like a normal human being without having to use my hand to touch my stoma with the TPs, and you'll never know I had the operation. That is just amazing. Listen, I want to talk more about this incredible technology that gives you the ability to have this communication with me without your without your voice box but let's go back a little bit for our audience who don't know you don't know your story you were diagnosed with an incredibly rare form of cancer in the midst of of the coronavirus pandemic yes i was diagnosed with a conroe sarcoma in my larynx it's so rare and it's uh, juxtaposed because it's like watching uh, one of these medical movies where they get so excited because they finally found this rare cancer. So Dr. Ismail bless his soul, he was really worried for me. But for a minute there I could see, he goes, yes, I have chondrosarcoma finally. Because my medical team had not seen one outside the medical books. Uh, and it was COVID-19. I had no choice because my vocal cords had caused my breathing to subside to 95% less. And it was an emergency operation at Donald Gordon within three days. And I had only one choice, die or remove my vocal cords, which was something I could accept, but coming out with a hole on my throat, you know, was something I really battle with even today. Yeah, I'm sure it must have been very difficult for you, Vanessa. And, um, you know, being in the world of communications and being out there all the time and now having this, um, as you say, uh, an emergency operation and being left with this, how 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 did you move forward from that, Vanessa? And how did you, what what took place from that moment of thinking is this is, is it going to be like this forever to now here me chatting to you and you speaking and being able to communicate so perfectly? You know, it's quite uh, you know I'm in a Jewish station and I'm a Christian. My doctor was a Muslim, and you know ultimately at the end of it all, I 
I have now come out of the closet to talk about spirituality in a very positive way. I believe that uh, God in his, in, in his mercy would prepare some of us for a day such as this. Mm-hmm. And since my cancer, I mean, I won 100,000 three weeks or two weeks ago as the best SME in South Africa. But here's the thing. I've always been good. We've won the Commonwealth Woman of the Year. We've won the Goldman Sachs. I've won the South African Woman of the Year. I would not have won this award had I not had cancer. Isn't that so sad? Yeah. So it's like, you know, professional excellence is what we do. So how I medically have survived. I reverted to the highest form of lateral thinking in my brain. That's number one. And I was listening to your conversation with uh, with specialists before this. Yes, Professor Ben. With Professor Ben, and we're talking about how to combat skill and uh, um, to look at how we can look at more uh, interventions that cause mental illness. Honestly speaking, and looking at the joblessness in this country, had I not been an entrepreneur, study journalism, and know how to do cash flow. I don't think mentally, if I had no money, I would have been able to do this. Mm. You know, the fact that I could buy the best care for myself, even though we lost all our business during COVID, holds me in good stead because I'm just not one of these people who could have gone on a fundraiser. Yeah. For me, that would have not been dignity. I mean, bless those who are able to receive and just being able to be in a position to have knowledge, which I think is very important, even if you have no money, you know, inform yourself of your rights on your condition. You do not have to be a victim. People don't have money to support you, but I find the internet a useful, under-resourced, under-used space. And my family, my daughter, has done a master's at VIT, so she was able to do much more research and having a medical team that was sound. And when I say this, I just think about technology in people's life. I'm an ambassador for Afria Record, and it's a free medical app. It's the first time in the world where you can store your medical data in real time. And I, I went for my optician's appointment two days ago. I didn't know that I could buy my lenses from not my lenses, my friends from Take a Lot for 150 Rand, which they were selling for 1,500. Do you hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. You, know, you need to think about doing life differently. Mm-hmm. Within three days, we have 10 pairs of lenses, all colors. I'm going to look so cool. The <laughs> other thing I've, I've recognized, we need to have conversations about money medical conditions and how to deal with, you know, Beragwan at the hospital invited me as a private patient in South Africa to come to a public hospital so that they could learn from me. And I think with the corruption in our country and the thievery in hospitals, and I believe that's why I'm back to my voice. We are the opportunity, the only opportunity forward in people with cancer it's not a damn death you know we need to find the best position so how I got about it I use knowledge 
I use my networks. I use my entrepreneurship. I went into a space where my purpose was intentional. And also I got rid of all the toxic in my life, you know. People were showing up for me and they were kind to me. These are people who wouldn't come to my children's birthday. And I saw a post on Facebook yesterday. They say, move away from people who will drive or fly 10,000 kilometers to meet you, to come to your funeral, but they won't cross the road to celebrate you. Mm -hmm. And so to be my friend these days, you don't get to victimize me by being nice to me because I'm a cancer recovery. You've got to honor me and congratulate me because I am the best SME in South Africa. Because we are the best agency. Because we can also celebrate success. And that's a narrative I want to push to tell a good story. Hmm. If that makes sense. Oh, it's wonderful, Vanessa. I mean, hugely, hugely inspiring because you've brought in so much, really. I mean, everything, as you say, with the journey, it's, um, I think, you know, while this is your story, there's so many people who are listening right now and people are on their own journey and things can be very, very challenging. And, and you know, you're saying use everything and be aware of who you're with and what you're doing, the choices that you're making um, and, and making changes and not being afraid to make changes, which I love. Vanessa, we're going to take a quick break. And after the break, we don't have much time, but I want to talk about, you've mentioned that you are the recipient of this award. Let's just talk a little bit about what this Disability Rights Awareness Month is. So stay with us. Hashtag you don't have to be Jewish. Welcome back. Vanessa Perumal, Managing Director of JT Communication Solutions, is on the phone. She has made a remarkable recovery. Um, and Vanessa joins us again. Um, last time, she couldn't do the interview. She didn't have a voice. Now she has a voice prosthesis. It's known as a TEP. It's inserted into her stomach. It's an artificial gadget that's finally given Vanessa back her voice. Um, and today, being the 8th of December, this is the day President Trump Mopoza will be delivering a keynote address on the on day two of the summit on economic empowerment of persons with disabilities. Um, and um, the wonderful news is Vanessa is a recipient of this award. JT Communication Solutions or JT Comms has won the award for SSMMEs owned by persons with disabilities at the inaugural National Presidential SMME Awards. Um, so Vanessa, that is huge. As you said, I mean, you would never have been the recipient of this award if this hadn't happened to you. But tell us very quickly, we only have a couple of minutes left. The, the Disability Rights Awareness Month, what is that all about? So I didn't even know there was a disability rights. And sorry, the deep is in my throat just now, Dr. Ismail comes for both you and I. But um, the award is to recognize excellence for entrepreneurs. It's the inaugural. It's never happened by our president's office before. And it recognized entrepreneurs in the different fields. And uh, JT Communications, and particularly post-COVID, you know, we are a strong job creator. We are an ethical taxpayer. And we have market share. We've been in the business for 18 years. The president, the, uh, you know, there was 1,200 people with seven or eight ministers in the audience. So my daughter went at me and we thought, God, this is nepotism. 
there's no bloody way we're going to win. And we were just like 48 hours before. But I'm very encouraged with the Department of Small Business, with CEDA, etc. Because when they went on stage, they said there's no nepotism. There's no crookery. The reason we took long with the recipients, and they only literally knew about an hour, a couple of hours ago, is because they were different auditing companies who needed to see that. And I was very encouraged that through our business, uh, businesses in South Africa, we can become part of the recovery process, like I'm recovering from my cancer. So it's hope, oh, I won the business 100,000. It's testament to the men and women, all the journalists, producers, writers. You know, it's also a testament that the PR company can hold its own and that we necessary. So I didn't win the award for myself. I'm the managing director and started the business, but the award was awarded to the JT Communication Solutions as an agency. And uh, apparently over 4,000 people apply or they thought uh, uh, we should get this award. And the president is speaking today and you know, what Chai has done, Chai FM, I wish that uh, we can have a communication process around healthcare and disability because there's so many opportunities, but there's so much corruption in all these systems. Like just the information, you know, I didn't know before I go, I have to tell you this, guys, how did I pay my 1.3 million rand? And I keep on throwing these numbers. How did I sustain my staff? even though we didn't have income. I had not interrogated my disability cover with discovery at the level I should have. They had paid me out for level two uh, condosacoma. Weeks later, Dr. Ismail said you're level four and I was able to correct my insurance. I imagine how many billions of rents are out there by people who have disability cover, they don't know about it. Mm. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, You know, we need to, I started importing stuff abroad. I routed my one, remember my electric lettings? It moved from New York into my into Warsaw. Then they moved it to Germany and into Kempton Park. I saved 9,000 rand purely by getting someone to do it for me in America because the regulatory framework is so expensive. So it doesn't have to. So disability rights is about also, I think, in South Africa today, understanding what opportunities are available and understanding the thievery. We live in a country with groups and unless we're able to eliminate them. So to practice what I preach, I went to the small claims court uh, a few weeks back. My kitchen guy stole my 30,000 rand. I put in his account. But I won the case, but I still can't find him and oh. operate South Africa. So oh. he'd say the police, you know, it's just frustrating, guys. It is, fr it is frustrating, Vanessa. But listen, thank you for coming onto the show. I mean, you're right. I mean, saying it as it is, but, but with the disability rights, good to see that it's going ahead. And congratulations. And it's so well supported. And congratulations to your company for being the recipient of this incredible. And Award and thanks for coming on to the show. Great to hear your voice and Thank all you. the best and continue inspiring, Vanessa. Really lovely having you on the show today. Thank you for everything. Thanks. Bye-bye, Vanessa.
Wow. So there's Vanessa's story and the Disability Rights Awareness Month. And Vanessa just talks about being smart, right? Being smart, being savvy, being aware of what's going on, where you spend your money, who's spending your money, how you can do things. And I love that. Listen, I love the show. I hope you did too. I hope you enjoyed listening to The Deal Link Show on 101.9 High FM. We will be with you same time next week. For me, Nikki Seberini. until then, you take care. Goodbye.